cool, cool. Looking good. Audio is good. Audio is good. All right. Welcome back to Goal Sided episode four. Is that Episode four. Episode four. Damn, that's four more than I thought we would have done. We've been out for a while, so if you're listening, shout out to you, Roll One, still staying with us. Uh, we've had a couple of technical difficulties. Uh, COVID got one of us. Yep. Cesar, how are you feeling? Feeling better, much better, I think. Well, it's mainly because of me that we've been out, but <laughs> you know, I'm better now, so we're back grinding. Uh, COVID kicked my ass for like a week and a half. I did try to get us a, a guest host, I'm not going to lie. I did ask for permission from Cesar. It didn't go well. I didn't find anyone. <laughs> Obviously, we're still on episode four. But, yeah, we're back to it. But, yeah, Cesar, I'm glad to have you back. A couple of notes. We crossed over 200 total listens. Shout out to you listening. Thank Shout you. out to you guys. And it wasn't all just me playing it over and over in the car, <laughs> which is the most impressive piece to it. It's actual active listeners. I saw a couple of people from the Netherlands for some reason shout on the out, thing. Wow. Shout out Netherlands. Probably because we dropped, we dropped that knowledge on Ajax with the Mexican players. And oh, yeah. uh, who else? Uh, who else is over there? Uh, Chaquitos at Feyenoord. Oh, there we go, yeah. Uh, Groningen just got uh, Pepe. Ricardo Pepe. The Pepe train is heading that way. So Jeez. Good for sh- him. Good for Pepe. They're showing their love by, by the listens. But yeah, um, so shout out to everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Today we got a, f- a packed agenda. Lots we figured to talk we about. yeah, so much to talk about. We missed a couple of weeks, so we figured we shouldn't just be going over just scores. So we're gonna tackle some trending and hot topics that are going on in the world of soccer, right? So just uh, just to kind of go over a couple of things, we're gonna go over LAFC has been sucking it up. Chivas has been flying, soaring. My Chivas poderosas. The Mexico national team is doing the exact same thing they always have. Their new jerseys don't win them any games. Uh, the EPL started. We'll talk a little bit about that. Arsenal's killing it. Uh, my prediction, top four, top four. Leeds United USA, Leeds United States. Uh, they're doing pretty good. Uh, and we'll just kick it off from there, yeah? What do you think, Cesar? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So I'll, I'll get you started with the doozy Mexico national team yesterday played against Paraguay. More like Liga Mekis versus other Liga Mekis Paraguayan players plus like people from the Paraguay Paraguayan league. Yeah. What do you what did you think of the game? I thought uh, the Mexican national team did well first half. Uh, they certainly created lots of chances, but since El Tata decided to not play with the natural forward, they couldn't put it away. And the one time Paraguay had a chance to score, they put it away, which is kind of scary, you know, because you're on the on the front foot trying to score, but un descuido, um, they score on you. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, they had El Piojo Alvarado, right, at striker. They had basically what Chivas would have had if they wouldn't have let go of Antuna, right? They had Piojo Alvarado, the nine, Antuna on one side, and then Alexis Vega on the other. Yeah. And... I watched it in and out, but they kept hitting the post. Yeah, they hit the post like three times. Yeah, that's a bit disappointing. I, I could tell they were tr- they were doing really well in the first half. Yeah. Um, the second half, they kind of got a little bit sloppier. They still had their chances. Any players that you liked? <laughs> um, <laughs> off the top of my head, I don't think. Maybe um, the guy from Monterrey, Carlos, uh, the center midfielder. Charlie Rodriguez, Charlie he's from Rodriguez. Cruz Azul now. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Cruz that Azul. dude's a monster. Yeah, after he coming back from his injury, he se miró muy bien yeah, en este juego it. against Paraguay. And who else? Alexis Vega, I really wish he can put some away. Same thing. He with, keeps in the post, huh? Same thing with um, Antuna. Gave um, a, a few good centers, but, you know, they're just not finishing. That guy's a monster down the line. Yeah. He'll... he'll He'll he does tear. his job doing that one-on-one. Yeah. No matter who's there, he's going to beat them down the line, cut back. Yeah, but sometimes you also ask, like Edwin Lozano, you need that finishing touch. You need to give also. a good cross. Yeah. You need to score the goal, and, you, sometimes and he doesn't. You need, yeah, exactly. Same um, thing with Alexis Vega. He's good. He does good passes, but all that 
last one. I think it's the same in Chivas where he yeah. just can't score. Um, true, true. But that's why maybe Henry Martin will finish the job once everybody's together. I don't know why he didn't play or I think he got injured. That he got he, injured. He w- wasn't called up. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, they to go with kind of a false nine when Mexico has a nine problem. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I that I wanted to call out, which you by saying Charlie Rodriguez was the best, was I thought that the three mids were doing good moving forward, mm-hmm. which I think is something that Mexico usually lacks when they have um, Hector Herrera yeah. and Andres Guardado. That they are more. They're not defensive, but they're not offensive either. They're, they're kind of like the, holding. Yeah, they're more holding or they're more possessive. They're more transition than they are fully attacking creative. Mm-hmm. But Charlie and I thought uh, Luis, Chavez Luis Chavez were doing a really good job of pushing from the three in the middle forward. Yep. I saw a couple of good highlights where they were they were getting into the other box when I'm like, wait, wait, wait. A lot of the times the usual Mexico mid don't go that far yeah they don't provide that creativity i even saw there was a goal the charlie rodriguez that was called up for offsides right yeah and uh that means that dude was being super aggressive getting all the way to the box and he got a through ball to which yeah. he put it away um and so i'm i if there's something to be excited about i would love for charlie maybe to get some time as a third mid next to edson and probably either achache or eric gutierrez Somebody that can break the line. Somebody that that isn't just that center mid, but can attack. And I think Charlie can do that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting once the preseed the the games before the World Cup come up, where you have that full squad. On they they can really show whether they got it or not. But by then, you know the squads may be already filled. Yeah. So you can't get that variable somebody else to maybe make that last change. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, usually those games are like. If you're not here, you're not going anymore, right? Yeah. But, like, so it's, like, if you're here, whatever time you kind of get here is what you're going to get in the World Cup because we're getting ready. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Um, and but why I felt like was they're not going to the World Cup, so you can't – it was really hard to measure your opponent as well. You yeah. can measure the score, but, like, maybe what if those three center mids that you're talking about don't have the same freedoms against stronger squads? Yeah. So that's why you need more of these preparation games. And that's kind of the scary thing, right? Is that <laughs> they're uh, they're losing against us. They're losing against Paraguay, them. and the Paraguay team was majorly players from Liga MX, South America. And uh, yeah, they uh, they were more clinical. Yeah, they put the one away that they had. They they did have a couple, but they put it away because uh, their best player was their goalie. Yeah, Anthony Silva's a freaking monster. Puebla, shout out Puebla. Yeah, they tied today. You see that? No. <laughs> Guess who scored? From Puebla. Um, no, Josiel Altidor. Wow. Josie Altidor with another goal. That's great. He's Mexican now. He's Josiel. Oh, it's Josiel. Yeah. That's why I didn't ring a bell. <laughs> uh, speaking of him and Mexico, he did say, he did come out controversially and said that Liga Mekis is better than MLS. Wow. He said it. Uh, he said, what did he, he said MLS is a lot more physical. And he said, MLS, uh, Liga Mekis is a lot more technical. It's a lot more, I don't know if he actually said chess. Maybe that's like what I think of it. That it's more like a chess game, mm-hmm. uh, tactical, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but that it is definitely more technical. And it rings a bell because um, I've been, I'm, I'm a coach, right, uh, in the Bay Area. So I see a lot of these different kids, 15, 16, 17, mm-hmm. um, from these other academies playing. And you can see that they're just full of they're 16 17 they're full of testosterone they're hitting the gym they're and all they are just a physical bunch of players oh yeah there's no technical technical aspect to the game at least around here well the ones that will make it pro have that little piece too right yeah but but like uh it's funny that josie is saying exactly what i see sometimes the the ones that they're producing in mass Mm -hmm. is like the freaking monster kids I remember in high school, they were just they would tell us the ones that are going to make it to college soccer are the freaking beasts, the yeah. monsters of meaty ass players that can also touch. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, that was interesting. Just a little tangent. Josie Altro, shout out, killing it in Puebla. Yeah. They tied one one. Who they tie against? Querétaro. Sorry, Querétaro's been doing not that bad lately. They were at the bottom of the table back when we were. 
last podcast, I think. They still are right there. Hey. <laughs> Eight points uh, with Pumas right after them. Any Anything else you got? Any calls from the Mexico game? Uh, the fans. Booing everyone? Yeah, the fans are going in on Tata, which I don't know. I, I kind of feel for the fans, but at the same time, I feel for the uh, for the coach and his his team mm-hmm. because you know they're not going to move El Tata anymore. He had a really long interview after, mm-hmm. and he addressed a lot of these things, and he addressed um, the sentiment that the fans had and how they booed him after the game, and that a lot of them were directed towards him. Yeah, and he had, he addressed a lot of these things. The interesting thing he was saying is that like, and it's the typical workaround. He was saying like, we had a great first half. And they don't like applaud that. They'd rather boo like the F, like what happened at the end of the game or something, right? Like they don't give merit to what they did in the first half, which was they did really well, right? Yeah. But at the same time, when you think of it from a fan's perspective, it's just like they're struggling. Yeah. And right ahead of the World Cup, they're not seeing solutions and they're frustrated, yeah. right? So there's, there there's not a, much to look forward to. <laughs> I watch a lot of like pundits yeah. in Mexico. And they made a really good point saying that these fans, whenever they come to the States, you have the fans, the immigrant fans mm-hmm. that left home, came to the States to work and better their families. So now these fans are paying $130, oh, totally. $120 for a ticket where they think they're going to see un espectáculo, like a great show from their selección. Um, and they haven't been getting that the past year, year and a half from the Mexican national team. True. Super so it's true. just it's just built frustration from these fans that you, yeah, you can say that uh, Mexico had a good first half, but what is the score? Yeah, all the fans sees is the score, and that's what you they need right now. They just need cheer, a good score. Yeah, you want to cheer a goal yeah. once you're in the in the stadium, and they haven't they haven't got a, a win, so you just gotta take it. Yeah, take the booing and say, hey, like we had a good. It, and we're getting better it would not complain about the fans i think it would solve a lot of problems if that fool just like looked at everyone in the eye and was just and he has said it in the past that they're not playing at the top level they're not nowhere near their top level as they were when he first joined but it, i think it it is necessary to reassure people like we are sucking <laughs> and these are the steps that we're taking to get better right and it's just it's just tough that, that you don't really see that path forward but uh, a couple interesting things to note. Speaking of speaking of the fans, I I had sent you a couple of notes that I wanted to talk about the fans. Uh-huh. Uh, first, I guess hot take from my end. I think a lot of fans that come to these games in the U.S. is a lot different than the fans that go watch them in Mexico. And the fact that like in the U.S. it's a fucking party. Oh yeah, at the stadium, it's a fucking party. It's every funny cousin that you have. Everyone's funny cousin is there. Yep. And they're turning the fuck up. And they're like trying. It's like almost like a fucking speed dating area. Like they're all just trying to. It's like a baile. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and they're all just fucking turning up. Got the bottles in the fucking parking lot. They're turning up. They got a bond on the parking lot. It's yep. fucking lit. Um, in in Mexico, from what I've seen in games, I've been to a couple non-national team games, but been to a couple games. Everyone is there staring at the fucking field. They mean business. They mean business. It's like the EPL, right? Yeah. They're there to watch the fucking game, and they think that by looking at the damn field, it, something different's going to happen, right? But in the U.S. games, and I've been a part of it, I go and I fucking turn up at these games, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, ah, oh, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. shots, shots. And then the fucking banda's right behind you and all these things. But it's a different environment. And that's where I think some of the, the hatred at the end of the games is a little bit different than it is in Mexico. In Mexico, Cruz Azul just got booed and their fans turned their back on them, yep. literally turned their back on them because they got smacked 7-0 by your America. Yes, sir. And they haven't done much other than fire the coach to turn things around right yeah. here it's like everyone's like super turn and you're just having the time of your life but there's nothing to make you more happy in the game because they're not scoring so you get like frustrated right yeah. it's like almost frustration i think that's where a lot more of the booing comes from yeah and i, I find it really interesting uh, but i did want to ask you what are your thoughts on the fools that come to the game with the signs that say 
Busco novia toxica. And for our non-Spanish speakers, people come to Mexico games to like go IG famous in the stands. They bring like huge signs that say, shout out my mom in Mexico. I made it to the US. Yeah. I didn't get stopped by Border Patrol or something. But some of them even have signs that say, I look for a toxic relationship uh, <laughs> with a woman. Uh, I... I am very docile. I let them take advantage of me. <laughs> uh, I want her to make tortillas by hand. <laughs> what are your thoughts about all those? I mean, that just goes to show, you know, the type of fans that go to these games. It's all fun and jokes. It's funny. I, I laugh at it. Um, and they're just trying to get their little 30 seconds of fame. Right. All yeah. these maybe even influencers that are trying to True. do this. So, I mean... I mean, it's just part of part of the game now, I guess. Here, it's laughs though. Like those fools are just—they're just clowns. I, I took a picture with one at like a long time ago. I went to a Mexico game. I don't even remember. It wasn't the seven zero against Chile. It was before that. I forgot. Oh, I was there for that. Yeah, I was there too. <laughs> but it was a different game. I forgot what game it was. But I took a picture with some fool because he had a sign that was like, "Like mom, I'm killing it over here. Don't worry about me." And I was like, "Damn, that's low key pretty lit." Yeah, uh, if you're imagine your mom back home sees it, um, but yeah, some of those are just freaking hilarious how they hold them up. Yeah, but yeah, man, not not too much to look forward to <laughs> so far from the Mexican goodbye tour. Yeah, I guess. Do you get tickets to Colombia, Mexico? No, it's gonna be at Libres, right? Yeah, late September in a couple of weeks. Jeez, no, I, no, I don't got tickets. Maybe I'll look into them. See how much they I are. got. They're gonna be hell expensive. You got I, yours? Yeah, I got some tickets. The word around the street is that we should boycott it so that they, Jeez. so it kind of hurts their wallets, but. You already bought them though. But yeah, I'm already going. I mean, like my fam really likes going to soccer games in the Bay. Yeah. And I mean, you're not going to miss Mexico. How much were they? Around a hundred something, like 120 maybe. Yeah. Same. For like mid-level. Yeah. Yeah. The cheapest I think were like 85 if you got them like nosebleeds. right off the bat and nosebleeds. Uh, They're going to fill that fucking stadium up. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's that's let's let's stick on the Mexican train. My Chivas de Guadalajara, super poderosas. They're coming back. They're coming back. Three three wins in a row. Yeah, they're, they're what like ninth now. They are ninth in the table, I believe. Seventh, Seven. all the way in seventh freaking place. Three games in a row, one, and then they had tied against Atlas right before it, but they beat Necaxa four zero. Del Jimmy Lozano. Monterrey yeah. won zero when Monterrey was basically first place. Mm-hmm. And then they gave it to Pumas, who's everyone's been giving to Pumas. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Poor Pumas. Poor Danny Ellis. I th- <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's his fault. But <laughs> it just happened to be right when he got here that all of a sudden they like were doing worse than before. Yeah, but what are your... I mean, you're a Chivas fan. I know you see the game. I saw their goal, their tiki-taka goal against yeah. Pumas, which I thought was, you know, like... It's good for them. I'm happy for them. Yeah. They're, they're getting there. Yeah, they're getting there. They're getting better. Uh, El Canelo Angulo, mm-hmm. I think, is a big piece to it. When he plays, I think Chivas does better. El and, YouTuber. And it, yeah, El YouTuber. Yeah, yeah the podcaster, YouTuber. just like us, was good. Shout out. But Chivas, they turned it around the moment that they did that whole don't uh, no send no, no nos abandonen thing oh okay. remember they yeah, they came out that was so embarrassing bro. that was kind of cringe uh, if for those so that don't know the coach comes out after the game and does a post game press yeah. talk right yeah. but instead i think i don't know if he was too embarrassed or maybe the, the players told him not to but all of the players came out and basically asked for forgiveness from the fans and said don't abandon us come and they paid out of their apparently out of their own pockets for the next game uh for it to be a free game for all fans wow and it was against monterrey and i saw people hating but the stadium was full wow the stadium was very very much full and they Uh, won and they won and they haven't lost since that's a big um it was a big risk Mm. doing that and it paid off for them. And yeah. because of that, now they're doing really well. So I don't know if that was a wake-up call, but they had an away game at, at Necaxa, and then they won 4-0 right away. Necaxa is a well-put... They're not amazing players, but the team is well put together by Jimmy Lozano, and that was pretty surprising. And then to beat Monterrey wait, was wait, wait. huge. 
quick pause. Why was it surprising about Jimmy Lozano? Are you talking about Jimmy Lozano or the fact that Necaxa has a good team? No, surprising that Chivas won 4-0. Oh, okay. But Jimmy Lozano is an amazing coach. He's working with what he can in Necaxa. Yeah. Necaxa is not, hasn't the big, doesn't have the biggest of names. They're more of a selling team, right? They sell players to America all the time. Yeah. The whoever, highest bidder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they have American investors. Oh, I did not know that. I think the majority owner owners is a huge group that does, uh, that's like Eva Longoria Parker, or she's not Parker anymore, but Eva Longoria, Justin Verlander, couple other very famous athletes and famous people here mm-hmm. uh, they even got them a board ape if you remember those nft things oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and they put a fucking nikaxa jersey on it's fucking weird oh yeah that was a yeah. couple so they're owned by a american conglomerate you would think they would spend more and get us some get nikaxa some bigger names for jimmy lozano but no but yeah chivas gave it to him that's good. 4-0, that's a big score. And then gave it to Monterrey at home. Santiago Ormeño scored his first goal. So people stopped bitching about him sucking. And then they gave it to Pumas. That's what's up. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm an America fan, but I know that todos estos son Mexicanos. All these <laughs> um, Chivas players are Mexican. So that's good. But your America is in second place, so they're not. It's not like you know, it's not like you're talking from the bottom up. Yeah, you're looking usual, at it from the top. Yeah, the usual America 7-0 against Cruz Azul. Tell sure. me that. I, what do you think? It was amazing. I was like, I would just get the notification on my phone. 1-0, What? 4, What? 7-0, man. It's like That's that Simpsons hist- meme. Like, stop it. They're already dead. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a historic um, scoreline. And it broke the record for the worst loss for Cruz Azul. And uh, it was funny because Cruz Azul fans went up to the installations and caught the players after and said, hey, here's some actual, like, eggs because no tienes huevos. No tienes huevos, they told them. They cracked a couple on Antuna's car, I saw. And then, um, good thing Jesus Corona talked to them. He's very well respected by Cruz Azul fans. Yeah. So I think he was a big help to not get the those fans that were there more enraged. So they fired Aguirre, the coach, yeah, uh, for Cruz Azul. He was only there for less than, like, 10 games-ish. Yeah. so like Historic coach from Internacional, from Brazil, mm-hmm. did not last half a, like, last, like, half a season with Cruz Azul. Yeah. But America has been doing really well. Yeah, has America been has been doing really well. Querétaro 1-0. They beat Mazatlan. I think it was, like, 3-1. to one. They beat Cruz Azul 7-0. to zero. Mm-hmm. So they've been doing really well. Uh, I like their play style. They play really aggressive, really really yeah. direct. And Henry Martin is top goal scorer. So, mm-hmm. um, it's Which really is great, yeah. seeing a, a domestic player at the top of their league. Uh, they play Tigres this week. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. I That's going to be crazy. Bihorrera's team. Bihorre, so. uh, Tigres has been doing pretty good, too. Um fifth place so i think america's title contenders for sure yeah and especially because in liga mekis it's playoff style mm-hmm. it's not epl like just win the the damn season right yeah um they go to like playoffs the yeah. it goes from first four go directly into quarterfinals right yeah and then five through 12 play repechaje they play yeah. a wild card basically yeah. and then the leftovers go become a one through eight yeah, which like at that point, any anything can happen. Yeah. They do that in the MLS too, right? When you play playoffs, anything can happen. Just depends on whoever gets there the best, right? Yeah. Leading up to those playoffs. Leading up to those playoffs. And speaking of not getting there the best, we can switch into MLS. LAFC, <laughs> LAFC was clear and gone at the top of the table uh, three weeks ago. Yeah. They were in discussions of, are they going to break the overall record? They can get up to like 81 points, I believe, total was like what they could get to. And they lost three in a row. That's crazy. They lost against our Poderosos Earthquakes. Two to one, I was there. I almost cried. Really? I'm just kidding. I did not almost cry, but it was wild. We didn't even have the the freaking new players. The Quakes got haven't even played yet. Yeah. And... 
they were already announced then, and that was three weeks ago, and they haven't played. Yes. One of them just got here this week. Oh. Uh, I think. I think. The I guy think, from City A, right, or City B? No, the guy that got there today. Yeah, from the Brazilian. Oh, okay. Uh, Brazilian. I, from the B League there. I think I haven't even heard of the other dude getting here yet, so who knows? But Quakes beat them two one, mm-hmm. handed it to him. Kate Cowell. Kate Cowell scored the game winner at the en- at the end. But LAFC came in with like a half ass starting lineup. Yeah. Showing that disrespect real quick. Yeah. And then they brought in Gareth Bale at the end. Try to come back. Quakes weren't having it. But then they lost four one versus Austin FC. And they had a full lineup. Everyone. Carlos Vela, Chicharango, Gareth Bale, Cifuentes, Palacios. Chiellini. And, and they, Chiellini was not there. I feel like uh, Chiellini's not like in the... In top form. He's Yeah, he's not top form. And I wouldn't... Like if he's not in the lineup, I'm not going to say, oh, they're like going like... They're not ready or something. Yeah. Because he played yesterday against Houston. And they lost. <laughs> and they lost. And he was in the whole game. And, uh, well, not the whole, he got subbed out at the end, which was interesting. Houston playing better without <laughs> Hector Herrera. I feel like our podcast is like a Hector Herrera, like hate podcast. Hate train. Hate train. But Houston's picking it up a little bit. I think they, the last three, they got like a win, a tie, and a loss. So like everybody's picking it up, and the top dogs are, or at least top dogs are slacking. Because Austin's doing good, right? Yeah, Austin's Austin. killing it. I think they are. The title contenders, even though in the rankings, I think LAFC is still at the top. But why are these newcomers all of a sudden good? Austin FC, like the new teams, yeah, like Austin FC, LAFC, because they invent the investors in them. They like so they want their first few seasons to be like bangers. Well, the the owners know. I think they learn their lessons too. LAFC never had a bad bad season. Right, they, they always have, have been at the top. Austin last year was their first season and they sucked really bad. I think uh-huh. two seasons now. They took a couple of Quakes players, Nick Lima, and they, uh-huh. they were not like good. Right. But they started investing mid last season. They got Drusi. Mm-hmm. And he started picking it up, but they were already out of the playoffs. But now he's the top scorer in the league. He has 20 goals in Jeez. 28 games. Monster. Jeez. That's and they're good. still adding on. They got that Rigoni dude. I don't even uh, think he's played yet. But just hearing that name makes you tremble. <laughs> the ex-Quakes player that have gone to uh, Austin FC have been doing pretty well, right? Yeah. Nick Lima and... Nick Lima's the starter there. Doesn't yeah. move. Um, and then Danny Husson. He doesn't Danny really Hussin. play because Eiffel's eternally injured. But... He scored a few goals. He scored. When he goes in, <laughs> when he's not injured, he does score. And I'm like, God damn. You left the quakes and now you're scoring. Yeah. But yeah, that, that Austin team is freaking stacked. Yeah, I could see them winning it all if a team mid table ish up doesn't swoop it like like Toronto, Italy FC. Italy FC. They it, tied against LA Galaxy like a couple of days ago. Today, no? Uh no. Or I think yesterday. It was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, when the Selección Mexicana was playing, they were playing too. Yeah, that's true. Two two. Two, yeah. So, so talking about let, let's kind of combine the two talking about U.S. and Mexico. The Mexico jersey came out, both of them. The yep. U.S. one was leaked, but just until yesterday, I think yesterday was the presentation. Oh wow! I don't know if you've seen them. I've seen the jerseys, the quote unquote, the leaked, leaked ones. But if they were confirmed, then you know everyone's just, saying Adidas clear and far killed the game. Winners, yes. Not even just Mexico. Everything. everything. Argentina. The amazing. German one. The German one's fucking sick. It's sick. The uh, uh, the one from Japan the was amazing. One, right? Yes. Yeah. They even got dope jackets. Yeah. And then I thought the Spaniard one, the blue one, was kind of like wavy. Oh, send it to me. I haven't seen that one. It's the blue one. It's Damn. a blue one. Yeah. But then Nike is just like, oh. Yeah, like, Nike just dropped the ball. The US one. Looks like it's from the Pulga. Yeah. The white one. Like they wanted to go retro, but they... They wanted to go retro. I don't get why. So the Nike logo is on the sleeve. The U.S. crest is in the middle of the chest. Mm -hmm. 
and they got like an old school T90 almost vibe to the chest with like a little blue in the middle. Yep. But there's like, I don't understand from Nike. They're like, okay, let's not do too much. But why move the crest off of the chest? You're basically limiting your marketing. And then there's nothing going on in the white jersey. There's like nothing there. Boring. The Have you seen the Portuguese ones? No. Look at them. Hey, Portugal here. What the fuck one. is that? That's what I'm saying. So one of them is like a one that they, the color, the green and red and white one down here is uh, like one that they had a couple years ago. Yeah. It was copy like, and paste and they just like shifted a couple of colors. Yeah. That was like around 2010. And that green and red one is ass. It's terrible. It looks like a Christmas if, tree. If you haven't seen the Portugal home jersey, it's literally um, in a diagonal line. The top part is red and the bottom part is green. We'll, we'll retweet it on our page yeah, so you guys can see all the Nike ones. Bad. It's just bad. The I've only seen, one that I can save is probably the Nigerian ones and the away England one. That one looks kind of cool, kind of retro. Yeah. It kind of looks like a referee jersey almost. But, <laughs> but that's cool. Yeah. And then you <laughs> can't really referees. fuck up France's or Brazil's. Yeah. Did you, did you see the Pumas? Yeah, the Pumas one. The ones that have the same freaking little shitty thing in the middle. Yep. That thing like, is horrible. The Swiss one looks like a hello. My name is <laughs> like the or like, a fucking, like the Staples name tag. Yeah. Thing. Oh like my god. The numbers are in the middle with a box around it, and it, it looks like a fucking calendar. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just like, bro. Like, who are these fucking designers? Bro, we're just gonna be seeing fucking Granite Shaka running down the field, and that was gonna be looking like a Staples commercial. Yep. Oh <laughs> my god. Shout out Granite Shaka. Arsenal was good. Just terrible. I think Adidas really killed Adidas it. killed it. Like, uh, yeah, those Pumas ones are embarrassing. And I thought they had to do better because Puma had that run of jerseys that are out right now that instead of having your logo, it has your name. You've seen those? No. Manchester City has it. There's no logo. Oh, right, and it right, says right. Manchester City. City. Uh-huh. And Guadalajara Chivas has yeah, it. Too. And it has no fucking logo. It just says Guadalajara. Yeah, I mean, even those are cleaner than the the one with the date. <laughs> the, the the date. But yeah, if you saw the Mexico-Paraguay game yesterday, Paraguay was wearing the Puma one. Oh, I what, did not even, the, I didn't even pay attention. The number in the middle. But I'm yeah. going to freaking throw it. But the Mexico jersey for with Adidas, it's fucking beautiful. Fucking yeah, the, the red the, and white one. Yesterday, they used the red and white. It's cool. It's got a, it, it looks, the texture almost looks like it's like woven. Yeah. Um, the green I thought was really cool. I bought the green one. I'm gonna buy the the white and red one and the goalie one. It's a, a homage oh, to I didn't, Jorge Campos. Is it? Yeah, I haven't seen I, it. No, I saw I saw Carlos Acevedo playing yesterday, but I didn't like. It was just it. The, it was Carlos Acevedo was just black, mm-hmm. but they have one on the Adidas website, which is like colorful, like Jorge Campos used to wear. Is that what they're gonna use? You think? I don't, I don't know. Maybe, fools maybe are gonna be away. like hell no. No, it's sick. I want to buy it. Oh yeah, they have a, a whole bunch of like the reversible jacket. jackets. Jackets. Yeah, I saw they have. They're gonna milk that shit. They're oh, gonna yeah. fucking whatever they can. Yeah. That's the underwear. Look at that. Fucking Mexican uh, people are gonna buy these. For oh sure. yeah, totally. Yeah, the the green one's pretty sick. I got that one. I I think it if it were a, a World Cup of winning by style. Yeah. The Mexico, Mexico team would make that fifth game. Yep, for sure. Uh, probably against Nigeria. Nigeria has a really good, really nice one too. Yeah, that Nigeria one, which is interesting because Nike fucked up everything else except for that one. For that one, yeah. But, but what can oh they well. do? But talking about the Mexico also, um, they sold the most tickets for the Mexico-Argentina game. I saw that. Uh, they filled up the stadium. I think the stadium holds like 80,000 fans. Jesus. And they sold more tickets for Mexico-Argentina compared to the final. Damn. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's interesting. People are, are going to that game. I did see it's a lot of um, one of the other most requested games was another Argentina game. So it's like I, I know a lot of people want to go. A lot of people want to go see Messi mm-hmm. and like a lot of Argentinos are probably going. But yeah, like a, there's always Messi's a lot fans. of Mexican fans. Uh, no yeah. matter where the damn World Cup and is. And it's going to be interesting, too, because, you know, as Mexicans, somos pinches as malrosos. Like, we <laughs> like to party, like you just said. You can't but party there. the <laughs> Qatar state has said they're going to have really strict rules. Yeah. So it's going to be un pinche as madre. Yeah, alcohol sales are limited. 
um, no extramarital sex. Uh huh. Like, how are they gonna? I know. <laughs> I know. There's no. I. There's no. There. You would think there's no way to monitor, but they're gonna monitor it. They're gonna find a way to write. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of things that are very limited. Partying overall sounds like it's not gonna be. There's not gonna be tailgates. Is what we're saying. Yeah. So don't be going trying to buy tickets expecting a tailgate. That's 2026 at the yeah. U.S. Mexico That's Canada World Cup. That's gonna be lit. That's gonna be lit. Already saving up. You got your piggy bank? Yes, sir. So, Cesar, what do you think of us doing something a little bit different? We haven't talked outside of U.S., Mexico that much. We have name dropped it, but what do you? What are your thoughts on the EPL? EPL started during your COVID stint. Yeah, they're a couple weeks in. Arsenal's killing it. Top, top of the league. Just like I predicted it. Jeez. If you guys didn't know, I'm an Arsenal fan. Um, who do you go for, EPL? I don't really have a team for the EPL. I mean, I guess I root for the Wolves because Raul Jimenez is there. But That's true. I really don't have. Like, I can't sit here and tell you I'm a United fan or I'm a Liverpool fan. All right. I just like to see good. Your task is to figure that out. Jays, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Choose a team. But yeah, dude, no, Arsenal's killing it. Um, undefeated. Uh, Manchester United. If we did this podcast a couple of weeks ago, we would have been hating on them. Oh, yeah. But they turned it around. Ever since Maguire went to the bench. And Ronaldo. And Ronaldo. At the same time. They've been winning. Yeah, which Lisandro is... Lisandro Martinez is the center back along with Varane. Yeah, Lisandro Martinez got a whole lot of hate for being five foot nine. Nothing wrong with some short kings. Yeah. And now he has... He's like leading the league in header clearances, which... If you, got, if, you, if you got if you got bunnies, yeah. nobody's gonna stop you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and then Leeds, I know, have been doing decently. Leeds is good, but they just lost Rodrigo. They're the Spaniard. Yeah, the Spaniard center mid slash striker. He has a shoulder injury. He's out for a couple of for almost a month. They're expecting him back early October. And he's um, one of their goal scorers, right? He's he's their top goal scorer right now because they had a right, uh they had Bamford, Bamford your homeboy from your ultimate teams. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, he's the starting striker. He's on my fantasy team. Oh, yeah. Shout out the fantasy homies. Um, and, um, yeah, he's been sucking. They they pulled him out because of, I guess, apparently his body's not ready for match fitness. So, Rodrigo was a striker. That's why he's been killing it. Mm-hmm. But I think he has, like, a broken shoulder or clavicle. That's the most common thing to break. That should fucking suck. Yeah, because you fall on it, right? And yeah. You, it sucks but your wolves not doing too hot no, bottom not. of the table yep um yeah Raul Jimenez is kind of struggling hasn't scored a goal all season Liverpool but beat uh who was it uh Bournemouth nine to zero yeah that's kind of sad <laughs> yeah I saw the memes uh Southampton were giving them shit online on Twitter oh they had that um Spider-Man meme where one Spider-Man yeah. pointing at the other one. They're like, yeah. Poor Born- Bournemouth 9-0. That's crazy. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. Well, uh, because Man City beat... No, sorry. Manchester United beat Liverpool that weekend before. Yeah. So, so it was a little like, bit of anger. Yeah. They took it out. Erling Haaland has scored two hat-tricks in a row now. That guy's a monster. He's that also in my fantasy team. Really? My work one. The work one's not impressive because you can choose anybody. Oh. You have like a budget. Yeah. And you choose people. And so I have him. But. Everybody has him then. People, Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. Him and Gabriel Jesus. Everyone has him. Yeah. But those two. Very controversial signings. Everyone was like, oh, Holland's not going to do that great. Gabriel Jesus can't do it without Manchester City around him. Right. He's a freaking monster at Arsenal. Is he fits that system beautifully. Yep. He, he's outworking everyone and it makes everyone work harder. And then Holland, that city is just a fucking monster. You can't stop him at the top. I saw a tweet. I don't know if his, this is real. Maybe I'll check after the podcast. But I saw that Arsene Wenger wanted Gabriel Jesus when he was still in Brazil. Interesting. So I think there was one other player that he was like, these guys will be really good at Arsenal. 
Damn. But that now they finally made it to Arsenal. Well, is that while he was doing the, you see the street paintings that he used to do or whatever, supposedly? like Oh, on the banquetas. Of before the, the Brazil, Brazil World Cup that apparently he was like doing street art. Yeah, he did that. I saw that. Yeah. Well, that's uh, going to be your one tweet of the day that we have to verify for valid- validity. Last time it was uh, the Funes Moris brothers in Dallas. Yeah. Did you check it? We did it on the podcast. Oh, right? yeah, 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 we found it out. But now we'll figure yeah, out if uh, Arsene Wenger actually did give a shit about Gabriel Jesus. <laughs> I'll check it. But, yeah, I mean, Arteta sure as hell gave a shit about him. He's with him at City, and then he brought him over to freaking to Arsenal. Were you a trust-the-process kind of guy last season when uh, Arteta was not doing so hot with Arsenal? I was, but I was frustrated. Yeah. Because it was like they gave him the team because he was a, to be honest with you, because he was a Guardiola prophet, like he was a Guardiola product. Right. Right? And because he's an ex-Arsenal, not a legend, but Arsenal's staple, very well-known name, He's got that class about him. He holds himself well. So it sounded like this fool's going to come in and mastermind the whole situation. But it got frustrating. They looked really good. And then last five games of the season, they fucked it all up and lost champions. Yeah. They're in Europa or no? They're in Europa. Yeah, they got fifth. They messed up against uh, Tottenham head-to-head. They could have won it and been good. They lost. And then... They lost against, I think, Crystal Palace as well. They fucked that up. But I, I, I do trust that process. I have been trusting that process, and it's sick that it's paying off now. But a lot of people are saying they need to get a good, they need to play against a good side. They played Crystal Palace. They played, they've been playing mostly mid table teams, right? Um, from past years. Now people are expecting them to do well against Manchester United this weekend. Okay. When they play against Liverpool to pick that up. I think early next month they play against Tottenham. Those are usually the big gauges, right? It's like, yeah. yes, you can beat the small teams, but can you hold your own against a huge team? If Arsenal makes it to Boxing Day top three, would you consider them title contenders? That's yeah. like halfway through the season, right? Yeah, totally. Do you consider them now? Yeah. Title contenders? Uh, It's interesting. <laughs> In group chats, I... Totally back my shit up, and I'm just like, I, I more than back that shit up. I'm just like fucking talking shit, uh-huh. and I'm just like, they're one thousand percent gonna be top four. I think. Yeah, I think top. Four they got to be sure. top four, and if they and don't, I think it's they're a huge disappointment. It's gonna be a huge disappointment, but I think statistically speaking, the way that the league is going and that they are doing well, getting a little bit of a gap from teams like Tottenham and other teams that are tying mm-hmm. right now. Or point the points that you want at the end of the season, right? Those are the ones that you make that you wish you would have gotten back, right? And they're doing it right now, which is good. Still uh, a long but, way to go, but it's a humongous long way to go. They still have like thirty games to go. Yeah, so it's gonna be a freaking monster of a ride. There's a whole transfer window in between it, yep. so it doesn't and matter you can have if players if get injured. You can have national Liverpool, team. The whole college. damn Liverpool team is injured. Yeah, they're so gonna they're sign. Injured. Everyone and they mamas. Who are they trying to sign? Oh, they signed Arthur from Juventus. Arthur Melo from Juventus. Yeah. So Monster. They have Fabio uh, Carvalho. Carvalho. He just scored a goal yes, yesterday. Uh, Again, the game winner. Second t- second week in a row. Second week in a row. I mean, they're they're relying on a lot of new people, a lot of youngins. But these guys are going to pick it up. Yeah. Right? It's going to happen. Even... even uh, City's missing Laporte. Uh, their some of their players aren't playing like at a hundred percent at their level. Yeah, um, Gundogan's killing it right now. So yeah. like they're Silva's killing it. Yeah, they they were riding out Silva and he's killing it again. These teams are going to come back yeah. and they're going to make up. They're going to try to make up points when they play Arsenal. Yeah, right. So like, are they going to win it? And are they going to drop points against some of the lower yeah. team or mid team? So far, they look good. Yeah. Not dropping those points. I have a few friends who are like, oh, title contenders for sure. I'm like, ah, let's hold up on that. I don't want to speak too soon. I mean. I think top four for sure, but title contenders, I'd have to wait until like Boxing Day to. Yeah. They have to. Transfer season to say, oh. Because it's interesting. The way that 
City and Liverpool are for another team, anyone, even if it were an Arsenal, for me to say title contenders, they would need to have a gap. Yeah. They can't be one point ahead of Liverpool at Boxing Day and then be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. They're going to win it all. No. If you're one point ahead of City or Liverpool, you're, you're not going to win it. You're not. You need a perfect. But yes. if if Arsenal are 7, 9, 12 points somehow. Yeah. Which, I mean, a lot of teams are dropping points right now. If somehow they can do that, I think they are definitely contenders. Watch all this hatred I'm going to get on this podcast. <laughs> Our ratings are going to go down from like 5.0 to like freaking 2. Oh, God. But, I mean, they beat Fulham. <coughs> they beat Bournemouth. <laughs> Everyone's beating Bournemouth. <laughs> they, they, maybe they started that whole thing and killing Bournemouth, right? But, um, no, yeah, I think uh, they played Manchester United this weekend. And yeah, they look a game. lot more solid. So I think it's going to be a really interesting game. Really interesting weekend. Uh, but a bunch of signings in EPL. Casimiro. Oh, yeah. Um, who else? Lucas Paqueta. Lucas Paqueta. To West Ham. Uh, to West Ham. West I Ham haven't been doing too hot. They're not doing too hot. They tied today, right? Or, or yesterday? Um, who's Oh, Aubameyang going to Chelsea. Aubameyang's confirmed. Yeah, and then... The Chelsea, and Chelsea sends Marcos Alonso to uh, Barcelona. Really? Because they're right also back. getting... Um, what's the guy from... Uh, that went to Real Betis that's originally from Arsenal? Hector Bellerin. Hector Bellerin. And you he know what that back. meant? There were rumors that they were going to get LA Galaxy's Julian Araujo. Not anymore after but that. But now they got... They got outside backs of the yin yang. They're yeah. not going to get fucking shit after that. Yeah, Julian Araujo needs to go to the Netherlands. To an That's where it's at. To a, one of those teams. That's now. where it beat. Netherlands is like Mexico 2.0 right now. Yeah. Just take everyone. Fuck it. <laughs> um, no, dude, but yeah. Um, Edson to Chelsea. Edson to, to Chelsea is dead. It's dead? Yeah, because the transfer window ended today. No, but for England. some of them were saying uh, you can have terms agreed but not yeah. announced officially until apparently it died because ijax rejected a, a an offer of 50 million uh-huh. which was 10 more than they originally offered 40 they really wanted him they rejected it because they said they want to wait until after the world cup that's what i heard also and they uh chelsea got another center mid damn they yeah i forgot what homeboy's name is but yeah they they went and got another center mid which is like tough thing yeah but i'm sure after the world cup knock on wood fuck um edson keeps the same level does well at the world cup he'll get picked up by someone else you can we can only hope yeah who else there was there was some um chaquito scored chaquito scored his first goal yes sir props to get good shit from and he got an assist right after yeah it kind of like a weird assist but it counts as an assist counts on the stat sheet um more than uh your homeboy estel pepe there were so many things on, on, on Twitter. People so. were comparing them. Yeah. People were like, it took homeboy two games and like 20 minutes to score a goal. Pepe in Germany has not scored. But now Pepe is level. The field is level. He is in Holanda. And apparently that team had one striker, uh-huh. registered striker, and they transferred him out when they transferred Pepe in. Wow. So he is the man. You know who else was there? And Groningen? Who? Suarez. Qual Suarez? Luis Suarez. Right now? Or no, no, back no, in the day? Yeah, back in the day. day. He, I was like, was I there. was like, he's there right now. No, he's at Nacional, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marcos Alonso. As an Arsenal fan, yeah, Obama Yang coming to Chelsea is a big no no. That's a no no right there, my guy. Yeah. It's like going from Chivas to America. Yeah, but it's I don't think it's going to be pretty when Arsenal plays Chelsea. Uh-uh. It's going to be bad. And he's coming back from getting, what was it, a concussion? Because his house was robbed. Broken jaw. Broken jaw. That's crazy. That not not just robbery, home invasion. Wow. Home invasion meaning he was home and they came in. Family was home. More importantly, kids were home. Came in, jacked a bunch of stuff. I don't know the the specifics of it on why 
it led to an altercation. But apparently, I had I had read that I think he got a broken jaw. But, really unfortunate. But that's crazy, man. Maybe I mean, that's why he went back to London. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people in the comments it's kind of insensitive, but people are like, "That wouldn't happen to you in London." But I also would not expect that in Barcelona. No. Uh, but yeah, a whole bunch of moves. What didn't happen? No moves for Pulisic. Oh yeah. Did you see after the game against uh Chelsea versus Southampton um he walked off of the field like the end of the game the Chelsea players went to go like they go and like salute the the fans the away fans that came yeah. cuz it was at Southampton and he went straight to the locker and like somebody in the stands took like a super long video, video. super far video yeah, and he went straight because they lost 2-1. No, I mean I I don't he's he looks like a brat, like an <laughs> but he yeah because the thing he complains a lot about is that he plays he's get played out of position right he's a right wing, like a striker right on the like a forward on the right side right. They give him very limited minutes out there or they this past week I hadn't seen it forever so I was like why are you you never get played at right back, but then he got played at right back right this, back yeah against Southampton he was basically what? a right back. Given the whole responsibility of that whole wing. Uh-huh. But. I mean. I mean, I would, to be honest, I would fucking complain too. <laughs> I mean. Imagine you're, like, you're a, you play, used to play outside back. Right, right mid, yeah. Right mid, right. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh, you like to do that because you're aggressive. You go forward, right? Yeah. No, you're right back. And defend. I mean, fucking, it's a team sport. Fucking get yeah, rid of it. It's a team sport. Yeah, but I mean, homeboy. Yeah, homeboy probably has that expectation of like, I need minutes ahead of a World (laughs) Cup. I'm the captain for my national team, right? Or I'm the 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 head person of my national team. I'm at a big team. Chelsea's also not scoring that much. Raheem Sterling has been, but they're not scoring in bunches to say right. Yeah. So a lot of I've seen a lot of U.S. men's national teams fan being like, "Dude, like, give him a chance then over Havertz, or not over Raheem Sterling anymore. He's killing it." But yeah, I mean, I I thought a move would have been good, a loan, yeah, to Newcastle. Anything, I feel like loan to Newcastle would have been raw on the other side from Saint Maximin. Yeah, or Serginio Des just went to AC Milan. He did. I was getting both of the, those confused, but. He was also in a weird spot with Barcelona, and he yeah. finally got a... Apparently, Xavi is known... Or I don't know if Xavi or the organization is known for recently with their money troubles, just telling folks, we're not going to sell you. You just need to find your way to a different team. That's what Ricky Pooch came oh, out and said on an interview. Wow. That he was basically just told, figure it out. Wow. And then he figured out the... Galaxy situation came on loan, and apparently Sergino Des was just told, "Dip out, homeboy." But that's interesting. If that rumor was true about Julian Araujo, and then now that they got Alonso, Marcos Alonso, and they got Bellerin, I don't think Sergino Des is that bad. I think he's very good. To be honest with you, I think. I I mean, he's not Roberto Carlos on the side, right? But like. Can you really not play him over playing Jules Conde at right back, no. who's a center back? Like, I mean, Jules Conde is raw. Yeah. He's raw. He's pr- yeah. But, like, then they put in Sergi Roberto. Eternal. He scored the other day. Yeah. <laughs> God damn I, it. My I, argument's not good yeah, on I mean, this. Bro, like, <laughs> Everyone else is doing better than I'm, like, trying to hate on. Yeah, like, Dest is really not at that Barcelona level. Yeah. I don't even know what he's going to do at AC Milan. Maybe that's going to be a better environment for him. But that's that's a better chance than staying at Barcelona. But what these um, these North American players need the game time. Yeah, they do. Right? And that's why everyone keeps saying what you just said earlier. The Dutch league is a sweet spot. Yep. Get all the playing time in the damn world. Get ready for the World Cup. Right. Yeah, and not only that, that's a really good developmental league. You get adjusted to the English or the European style of play, 
and then you can just go to a bigger club. Then he was great at Ajax. Oh, killer. So then his move to Barcelona seemed like it was a good move. Yeah. It just didn't work out. It's one of those. So he just needs he to go to United with Ten Hag. Who? Dest? Yeah, with his old coach. There was rumors Maybe. that United wanted him, but they already have Dalot and Juan Besaca. Juan Besaca. Is, is he even playing? No, he's the backup to Dalot, the oh, okay. Portuguese dude. He's doing pretty well. Yeah, right? he's doing good. Yeah. Yeah. The and whole United Shaw's team all of a sudden is sick. No, no, no. Shaw's not starting on that other side. Not even a United fan. But <laughs> clearly. All right. <laughs> last little bit. What do you, what do you guys decide? Anything to close this? Um, I mean, nothing. Just hope the Quakes win this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best we could hope for. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we covered everything. Uh, William is apparently back at Fulham. William. William. Remember him the from Brazilian? Chelsea and the, Arsenal? The Brazilian. Went back to Brazil, apparently signed with Fulham. What the? I know, right? Braithwaite moved to some random team in Spain. Uh, I forgot where he went. That fool's a... But that fool was milking Barcelona. Yeah, he... <laughs> well, he's also apparently either a multimillionaire or a billionaire. Yes. He has like his own fucking businesses, side hustles, owns property. He's a smart man. Yeah, that fool needs to. He went from Leganes to Barcelona to milk. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck. I don't know who told him to do that. Whoever made, whoever did that was probably the same person that was doing their taxes and shit. (laughs) He fucked everything up. Uh, No, that's it. I mean, the, the biggest thing, maybe we'll start talking EPL now. It sounds like we're. We got a little bit about it. We know it. I mean, yeah, maybe we can do like half of. You know, the sad thing is when you watch EPL and then you have to watch other soccer and it's so fucking good. The first couple of weeks have been so damn good. Mm-hmm. Mid and low table t- teams have been tying against the top motherfuckers. Crystal Palace was beating Manchester City 2 0 until early in Holland scored. Patrick. Zaha has like, been a freaking monster at Saint Crystal Maximin Palace. St. Maximin at Newcastle is a freaking monster. And it's crazy because all these mid to low teams are buying players like crazy. What freaking low? West Ham was last place and they bought Paqueta. Mm-hmm. From Leon, right? Nobody in Spain, like nobody except for like the top five can afford somebody like Paqueta. Yeah. But. That's wow. freaking crazy. And then teams are just adding on to it. What's Anthony from Ajax is coming to Manchester oh, United. Oh, that's crazy how much they paid for him. They, 100 mil. They paid 100, 100 mil. 100, right? 100. I think it was more added bonuses. I mean, bonuses are going to fucking. It's crazy. The The business Ajax did, they yeah, sold. That's smart um, business. Anthony, they sold Lisandro Martinez. They sold, they sold another player, like big name. Sergio Dest a couple of years ago. <laughs> the Lee, the You're like, come chingas con tu pinche Sergio Dest. And they still have, they still have Edson. They still have Edson. They could have gotten 50 mil out of him. Yep. They just sold. Who you're thinking about is Sebastian Haller, the striker. Sebastian Haller to Italy somewhere, right? No, to Borussia Dortmund. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then he came out with cancer. He right? has cancer. I just yeah. saw that right now. Yeah. Oh shit. Let's Dude, cancer. Bless up to the homie Sebastian Haller. Hope you get better. He was killing it in, in yeah. the Champions League too last yeah. season. Yeah, and then Bro Bromwich Hove Albion. Um Brighton. Brighton. There I was like, go. who the fuck? This I'm thinking of someone else. No, you're trying to say the fucking owner of Chelsea, the old owner of uh, nah, Abramovich. No, no, no. But they're like <laughs> Brighton, yeah. Brighton Hove Albion. Yeah. They're they're like in what, fifth place? Yeah, they're and they're like they're a top top tier team too i'm pretty sure they're in a european spot right now yeah they're in a european spot and they last season they were fourth place mid mid table they have three goals against three goals against. they are the least scored on team that defense is twice they're they're a well-oiled machine they lost cucurella to chelsea or cucurella apparently but to chelsea is he he french spanish oh he's spanish yeah the mont that guy's a monster uh, they lost him. They're playing with Welbeck up top. Who? Albion? Yeah. Oh, shit. Brighton. Their striker Brighton. is... Danny Welbeck? From yeah. It's. It, I mean, every once in a while they sub him out, but... 
Yeah, they they yeah. don't got the big names, but they got the big hearts. Yeah, the EPL right now is fucking. It's a monster. Let's it's, let, it's yeah, great. we'll start talking a little more. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, maybe just European soccer a little bit. We'll see. Yeah, whatever, whatever comes, whatever yeah. you guys tell us, yeah, whatever feedback. Stay tuned for some other big things that we got planned for the podcast. Yeah, if we can, if we can tease it a little bit, we got hopefully an intro coming for you guys. Um, yeah, if if you guys hear the intro on this, it's because we got the intro, <laughs> and I was able to find somewhere to sneak it in at the beginning. <laughs> uh, but if not. Our next episode will totally have an intro. Hopefully a good one. But yeah, that's all that I got, Sasan. Yeah, me too. Cool. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Let's call it a day. Thank you. Follow us on our socials, as Follow always. Us on social. Uh, any feedback, always welcomed. And, you know, Send we'll it see on you guys. over. We'll see you guys next time. We'll talk soon. See you.